Packers training camp opens on July 27th. We'll be there with uh, the latest from the Packers training camp up in Green Bay. Joining us already in Green Bay is Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Hi, Pete. Hi, Greg. How are you today? I, I'm doing well. Has uh, Brewer's Fever made its way up to Green Bay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, you know, out getting dinner at uh, at a pub. There's a lot of a uh, lot of people watching the game and uh, a lot of reaction to it. They're uh, they're kind of uh, the surprise of the league, aren't they? Well, they are, and it's it, usually around this time we're we're starting to look ahead to Packers training camp, and uh, that's kind of been on the back burner. But I did want to have you on just to kind of do a reset of where things stand here with this team going into camp. Say so in ninety some odd guys, they had their mandatory mini camp although some of the veterans were not there so really when when this team assembles uh, in the end of the month uh, it's going to be the first time for a lot of these rookies and whatnot to be on the field with Aaron Rodgers and Clay Matthews and so on yeah and um you know with the way they built the team although they did dip into free agency more Thompson did more this year than he has uh for quite a while you know they still they need help from this rookie class if they want to be a better team than they were at the end of last year. They got the championship game, but they kept blown out by the, the Falcons. And if they, uh, you know, if they want to get back to the Super Bowl, if they're going to get back to the Super Bowl, they need some help from this rookie class. So the development of these guys from August to, you know, December and January and February is going to be a big part of how far this, uh, this team goes. I, you know, I always feel, Pete, like that's, it's it's a lot to ask, right? I mean, Kevin King is going to step in, and he is going to be on an island, uh, more than likely, aside of Devon House. I always get a little nervous when you're throwing rookies to the fire. That's the one way you got to learn. But, I mean, even Nick Collins, as great as he was, it was kind of an average so-so rookie season. Oh, no doubt. And um, this is where, at that position, as much as any besides maybe quarterback, is where you really have to have that you know emotional resilience where – you're going to get beat at corner. I mean, that's just life in the NFL. The rules are all, uh, you know, made to help the receivers and, you know, to help the passing game. And he's going to get beat. He's going to get beat for big plays and touchdowns. And you just have to be able to not let that crush your confidence. And that's why guys like Tremont Williams ended up being good players besides having talent is they had the ability to withstand that. And, uh, you know, can will get tested. Now they were bad enough in the secondary where they, you know, even if he does get his fair share, he, he still could make them a better secondary than they were last year. And the big thing will be, you know, that kind of alluded to a minute ago was how good is he in December and January? And then if they're still playing in, in February, um, you know, that's where this team, he, he might get beat uh, a lot in September and October, but if by the end of the year he's made a lot of progress, and sometimes these young guys do, you know, then they'll have helped themselves. If not, then they'll be, um, you know, basically right back where they were last season. Well, and instantly he steps in with the best size and speed combination of any cornerback on the roster. So that's certainly a plus. He's got a lot of great tools to work with. I still think the jury is out on Quentin Rollins and Demarius Randall. We talked about them at length throughout the season last year. Is this a true bounce-back year for them, or will it be? Or is maybe year number two more reflective of the actual player these guys are? Yeah, that's you know we're all wondering that because I thought both guys showed promise as rookies, especially Randall. Um, but I thought he had a pretty nice rookie year, and and things looked really good for his future. So we'll find out how much the injuries played a role. And you know, kind of the question that we're all wondering is, is he this year's Devontae Adams? You know, Adams had that ankle injury that, it, looking back in retrospect, probably did affect him a decent amount his second year. So was Randall. Devontae Adams is going to have the big third year, or like you said, is this more 
who he truly is. He's going to be, you know, looks like he's going to play a lot in the slot, which might be the the best position for him because um, he's a, an instinctive kind of guy, and uh, he, that's what he played. He was a safety in college, but when he played corner, it was he'd move up and play the slot. So maybe that will be the the best uh, way to get the most out of him. Uh, but then even watching there, you know, watch to see what kind of tackler he is because that's a big part of playing the slot corner is you have to tackle in the run game too because you're, you know, essentially, you know, kind of a linebacker, at least as far as where you align. Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on Sports Central, presented by Miller Lite, Packers opening up training camp toward the end of the month. Uh, Pete, what is the uh, end game here for the Packers and LaTroy Guyon? You know, I'm still I'm a little surprised he's even still on the roster because he's going to end up, he's already suspended for, I think it's, what, four games? And they're going to tack on more now for this, and this will be his, I think maybe his third suspension, so... I'm guessing this will be for the rest of the year. So, I, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't cut him yet. But once that suspension comes down, if it's for the year, I would think they'd let him go. You could always argue, you know, no reason not to cut him because he won't cut, count against the roster, um, you know, once they cut down to 53. And then whenever he is allowed to come back, if you have a bunch of injuries on the D-line, you can can keep him. And, um, you know, when he then he could come back and, and take an injured guy's spot and he wouldn't be quite as thin as he otherwise would have been. But I'm a little surprised they've even – kept him on the roster through now. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up cutting him before camp starts even. Uh, you know, it's a couple of weeks till then. Um, it just, I just don't see how he's playing this year after, um, you know, the, this, this DUI arrest. I mean, I think he's probably going to end up being suspended for, for a good part, almost maybe even all the season. Yeah, it seems like a bad combination, right? Arrests and decline in play. I, that just doesn't add up to me for a, owning a roster spot in the Packers. You know, I, you know, and they've a lot of times in the past, they, they, cut ties with guys pretty quickly so um i haven't looked into why they they still have him on the roster but you know a lot of times they don't wait make moves until they feel like they need to so maybe this is just something though you know as long as everybody shows up in camp healthy maybe they make the move then and when is the right time to start entertaining offers for brett hundley i personally wouldn't um unless they unless somebody offers them a really good player which you know that almost never happens <clears throat> I just wait till next off season. Um, you know, they still will control his rights for uh, for next year, but then he'd be a free agent after next season. So next off season is the time to to make the move. And if anybody offers a second round pick or better, I think you you know without thinking twice, you have to to make the move. And uh, you know, you want him around this year because if you like the way he's playing and he looked okay in the off season, something happens Aaron Rodgers and you're going to miss him for you know two games or five games or six games. You want a good you want the best possible backup in there to give you the best chance of win to keep you in the playoff race. So when Rodgers returns, you're in the tournament. So I would, I would say, if I were them, I would wait now. At this point, I would wait till, uh, till next spring. You know, finally, Pete, I, I was a little surprised the Packers didn't find another veteran. I, I don't know if you would have made the team, but for the running back room, I, I'm not concerned about Ty Montgomery and his ability and um, you know what he can do on the field. But he has been injured twice in his short career in Green Bay. My concern is it's Ty Montgomery and then a bunch of rookies with question marks over their heads. So that room seems to have a, a tremendous amount of inexperience. It does, and I thought maybe they would sign somebody uh, in the offseason, uh, off a veteran guy, like you said. Um, the fact that they threw three draft picks, even if they were later rounders at that position, tells you a lot, though, and that's, basically just you know taking as many bites at the apple as you can and as, as long as at least one of those guys 
ends up being a pretty decent player, then you've uh, then you've helped yourself. So, you know, the one thing with running back is it really more than any position in the league, it's a young man's position. Um, those guys get worn out and uh, and beaten up so fast with how physical that game is. So, I understand the impulse to go to go young there, and there there could be some mistakes along the road there. But again, kind of like talking with King, what matters most as long as it doesn't cost you too many games early is, you know, who's if one or two of these guys is helping you and playing pretty good football and getting a good grasp of the offense by December, um, but, you know, then you've helped yourself. And, I, you know, pretty rare to see them draft three guys at one position like that. So that tells you, um, you know, what their, what their feelings were there about the depth at that position. And, you know, I just, going by the numbers, i got to think that they'll end up being okay. You never know how these guys will turn out, but I would think at least one of these guys will be able to help them. Reed is working the Green Bay Press Gazette. Follow him on Twitter as well for all things Packers. Always great to be joined by Pete Doherty. Pete, uh, appreciate your time. Enjoy the next couple of weeks. I guess when it's uh, you know the calm before the storm here. Yeah, sure will, Greg. And thanks, uh, thanks for having me.